This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Okay. Here we are. Here I am. Uh, Pat Dooley coming to you solo today. So I got two hours of trying to be interesting and trying to get people to call. And if you don't want to call, we understand. I, I know we, in fact, my brother and I were talking about this today. There's so little to actually talk about, but there's a lot of stuff to talk about. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Like, in the perfect world for a, 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 a sports talk show is, in, in this town especially, is college football season. And we're talking about games. We're talking about what we think is going to happen. And then as we, we kind of slide into basketball and we kind of get into that whole thing with, and then March Madness and all that. And then, of course, because Jeff's uh, background in baseball, but I, I'm a big baseball guy too, and, and we talk about softball. And then you get to this time, we're still a couple weeks away from SEC Media Days, but there's still plenty to talk about. It's just that I think – it's funny. I think fans are like exhausted. We talked about this before. How Gator fans this year had an exhausting year, the fiscal year, which you know, as my in in my calendar, the year goes from September to June, and uh, and then July and August are just talking season. That's when jo- talking season is to me. Sometimes it's earlier in June than we would like it to be, when uh, when baseball gets beat early. Uh, as as in this year but the point is then you get to that point and then all this other stuff comes up and t- this this week of course this last week or weekend or week it's been incredible the news that keeps coming out and um with realignment so we'll get to that i hope everybody had as good a fourth of july as i did i i'm gonna go with no i don't think anybody did because um it was just it was great to have a few days off. I didn't do the podcast today, uh, Monday. I didn't do uh, had to have to do the back nine. I just had a, a regular vacation day. Or uh, obviously, um, we were saluting uh, the founding of this country, uh, and we went to our friends uh, the the uh, Martins, uh, Mike and Michelle, who had us out there with a bunch of other people. And we had we just had a blast out at the lake, out of Melrose not too far down from some of the coaches that live right around the corner. Um, it, it was great. It was a great Sunday. I, I loved it. It was just exactly what we needed. Karen and I both, you know, Karen just started a new job. Uh, we're, we've been dealing with a lot of stuff. Um, and, uh, and, and then Saturday was great. I went out. I decided to go play 18 holes. I mean, I didn't decide to go play 18 holes. I literally teed off, and it was the storm was coming, and I went, all right, I may play three holes, but at least I'll get out and get, you know. To me, that's what it's all about. Just getting out in the fresh air, hitting some balls, working on your game, blah, blah, blah. And so uh, I ended up playing 18 and, and actually played pretty good, pretty well. 
I'm not saying what I shot. Because, by the way, those of you who are wondering, on Thursday we did the show, and I know we had to call it early. It was just a, it, things weren't working out. I know there's still some some issues here and uh, technologically uh, that we're trying to work out. Um, and hopefully we can take calls today. Believe me, <laughs> uh, if we don't, that it may, it may be an hour show again. Uh, but we we cut the sh- the the show short mainly because. You know, we just didn't have much to talk about. We that was when the news first broke about UCLA and USC, but we we were still trying to absorb that, so we cut the show early. And just so you know, Jeff kicked my butt in golf. We played nine holes, and he um, just playing a game with which I'm not familiar. And I'm not just quoting Jack Nicholas talking about Tiger Woods. He is ridiculous. Um, he's hitting the ball so freaking far. That he's driving every par four, and it, you, can, I'm not, I can't compete with that. I, I'm hitting three wood into some of those par fours, so it wasn't even close. So I just want to get on the record with that, that he knows Jeff will be in here tomorrow, and then he'll be out set, uh, Thursday. I'm trying to get my days right. Tomorrow's Wednesday, right? Okay, Jeff will be in here tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, hopefully, it's going to supposed to be me and Jack, uh, me and Zach, not or me and Jack could be Jack. But no, Zach is going to come in Thursday, um, and we'll uh, we'll do the show on Thursday, and then no show Friday. Again, he's out of town, and, and we'll let you know about the the next week. I I just going to be out of town a lot because of uh, Austin's uh, Gator Ball stuff, and and we understand that. I mean, you got to take care of your family. Um, you got to do that first. That's got to be number one. Uh, but certainly, a lot of good things are happening. All right, we got plenty to talk about. And we'll take your calls, um, 392-8255. Uh, but again, uh, being out the lake out of Melrose was so great this weekend. And and again, Sunday, on Monday, I did a lot of work, just kind of cleaning up work. I mean, you know, it's not, nothing. I didn't have to work work. But there were some things I needed to clean up and get straightened out. And, you know, here's this and here's that. And then... Uh, at about 2 o'clock, I go, Karen, what are you going to do the rest of the day? Because we are already gone. We had gone to that party on set, on Sunday. So we went, hey, uh, I, I said, she goes, I'm going to work on this story I'm writing about Kent Fox. And I'm just that's my main goal right now is to make sure this is, I'm cleaning it up, making it good. I've been there. She's cleaned up many of my stories, believe me. Um, and so finally... I said, do you mind if I go play golf? She goes, well, you, how long are you going to play? I said, well, you know, see what's out there. Got out there, ran into two guys I know. They wanted, We kept playing. We played 18 holes. So I, I And then we, Karen and I went to dinner. And um, just a great weekend. And it, it was very relaxing. I couldn't wait to get in here today and talk about it. I've got all the things i got to talk about. i got a million things written down here. I've got a sheet. This is like the old days when I used to do the show by myself with Tom Collette, but which was kind of like by myself. But uh, I had a uh, I'd always come in here with an absolute sheet of stuff that would um, you know we we would talk about and uh, kind of go through it. So I will take you through all the things I've written down here. There's a lot of stuff going on. 
Let's go ahead and get a few phone calls in. If you want to call in, and again, whether you want to talk about realignment, which is a huge, I think is the number one story right now. Um, got a lot of things to say about that. Billy Horschel's comments about LIV, I'll get to that. Uh, I've got a great stat for you that you may not like, but uh, some a former Gator is now the highest paid strength coach in America. How about that? Um, and, of course, the story with Patrick Young. We'll get to that as well. So let us go ahead and get to the first call. Butch is up. What's up, Butch? Hey, how's it going, Pat? Good. Good. Um, realignment I do want to talk about. In fact, we'll, we'll start that first. Um, it looks like the Big Ten's trying to outdo the SEC and may go for all the marbles, I guess, eventually and try to get to 20 teams. So the SEC has got to do some wheeling and dealing to get there. So would that be, if in your mind of logic, would it be sensible to say that Clemson – um, Florida State, maybe North Carolina, North Carolina State would come in? Well, I Miami. mean, if that's what you wanted to do is to go to 20 teams. What we don't know, and, you know, it's kind of funny. The irony is that I sent a text to the guy who is um, Herb Vincent, who's one of the greatest people in the world, about getting Greg Sankey on my podcast a couple of weeks ago, and I haven't heard back, and I know the reason because they kind of knew this was coming. So he, he, I'm sure there's a lot of questions he doesn't want to answer right now, but that is the number one question. What is the SEC going to do? I don't think the SEC needs to necessarily respond, uh, but if the, 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 what, what's, gonna, what's fascinating about this is what is the Big 12 going to do? Are they going to absorb all the other Pac-12 teams and then it, try to make it the third conference? And then what does the ACC do? You know, I mean, I don't know that we're going to know all the answers to all these questions in the next month or year or two years. But it, uh, yeah, that would be. Look, here's the thing: I, I, I thought it was was uh, really fascinating what Colin Coward had to say today. I was listening to him for a little bit, and he made a point that I really agree with, and a lot of fans aren't going to like it out there. There's only one brand left that's not affiliated with the Big Ten or the SEC. And that's Notre Dame. That's it. Everybody else is just, you're reaching. And that includes Miami. And it includes Florida State. Sorry, guys. Yeah. It does. Well, I know. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, you know, sooner or later, one of the conferences, the Big 12 or the the, uh, the old Southwest Conference, it's just going to be a non-existent anymore. Or the ACC, and everybody gets broken up. I mean, there's going to be the – then it'll really be haves and have-nots. And I think Miami and Florida State and Clemson. I don't think so, Clemson. I think somebody will grab Clemson quick. Yeah, Clemson is a weird. Miami got the sale right now. So Clemson is kind of a weird dynamic because, and and this is what Coward was saying, and I I t- kind of agree with him. I don't totally agree with him, but he said you know Clemson's a regional team, and I started thinking about it. As good as they've been, as national champions and everything, they are kind of a regional team. You never go like if you're in L.A. Okay, and I've been to L.A. My daughter lives out there. You never see anybody wearing a Clemson T-shirt. You see Florida T-shirts. You see uh, Notre Dame T-shirts. You see Ohio State T-shirts. You never see anybody wearing a Clemson T-shirt. It is kind of a regional brand, uh, as good as it's been. I think, And I think most people feel like eventually it'll fall off. Dabo's not going to be there forever. He's already shown that he doesn't want to embrace the transfer portal and NIL 
and it's probably going to fall off even further. So um, I don't know. I, I don't disagree with what he said, that Notre Dame is the one big brand out there. Everybody else is is just trying to pick up the pieces. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. And then here's the other one, and this is I, – I hate the NIL, and everybody else does too. I was listening to – No, you know who doesn't hate it? So. The players. <laughs> the players. All right, I agree with them. And if I was a player, I'd love it. But anyway, he was saying, you mark my words, Mr. Russell. He says, within the next five or six years, you will see players going to major universities, not as students, just as players. And oh, he says very that's, possible, that's the direction yeah. it's headed. Yeah. It's and very I, possible. I, you know, and, I, I mean, and here's the other thing, um, which to, it's hard to figure out. How can you stop it? How can you make it not happen? Because there's no NCAA, I mean, basically anymore. So who's going to stop it? Who's going to step in the way of the oncoming train and say, I'm going to take a bullet? Nobody's going to do that. So it's just going to evolve. And what we thought, I think a lot of us thought, it would evolve organically and we would all kind of come to a place where the market uh, you know, decided what you wanted. Now I think it's almost like, hey, look, it's just heading towards pro football, you know, minor league it's, football. It's, yeah, it's exactly it. It's, it's, it's a, a minor pro league is what it's going to wind up being. Which and so what, what happens with basketball? Is that much more? Does yeah, basketball become the new uh, – they can't be the G League, so I guess they have to be the, uh, the D League or whatever. You know, What's yeah. after G, H-A-G? A, B, C, D, G, and, and the big, I H, the H League. I think the big player in this whole thing is what if one day it's they may maybe still call it the Gators or you may still call it the Crimson Tide, but there's no affiliation to the university whatsoever. Then all of a sudden, what happens to the sports like baseball, gymnastics, um, lacrosse, the little sports? I mean, oh, you know, it, totally. The dominoes really rolling a long way. So, yeah, but you know. For example, at the University of Florida, and again, it's not this way everywhere, but the University of Florida, the UAA is separate, but but also is not separate. You know, it's kind of a weird deal where they, they have their own budget, they have their own uh, way of doing things, and then but they still are affiliated with the university, obviously. So it's kind of a weird deal in terms of you could end up with um, these players, you know, not going to school. And not having to—I mean, it's Deion Sanders' dream. Well, you don't have to go to class. That's—I mean—that's what he did. So, um, but I mean, I don't. I then I—I—I I, I don't know how you would feel, Butch, but I don't wouldn't feel like it was college football, and it might take away what is my favorite sport and might ruin it for me. I don't know. It's—it's it's already ruined the NIL. Ruined it for me. And uh, when that came in, it, to me, it's no longer the same sport. No, and but I'll it probably still watch. Yeah, that's what I'm like saying. When Florida plays Utah in the opening game, you're probably going to either be in the stands or be watching on TV. Well, I'm a Florida State fan, but there may not be a Florida State team in the near future. So, well, they got LSU in the opener, so you may watch that. <laughs> I, well, you know, I just don't see any real progress being made in the program. I mean, I, if you need to go to the callers, please go. But I, it just looks like a stagnant program that's remaining stagnant to me. And, uh, yeah, they got a big who, commit today, but I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not caught up in all that stuff. I, I, I will talk about it at some point, but you know, um, you know, they're getting some players, but yeah, it does seem, it does feel like, like nobody's going to pick them to win their division. I don't even know what division they're in, but where are they in the, the uh, coastal, they're think, in the Atlantic sure. or coastal, coastal yeah, or I think they're in the coastal. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure, you know, 
But, you know, the, uh, I mean, Miami now, may be a, if you're a Miami fan, that may be a little spark of hope there. It looks like they're doing pretty uh, well in they're, Yeah, they're killing it. they got another big uh, yeah. recruit this weekend. So, you know, so you know what? I mean, I, and again, if you're Florida State and Florida and, and the SEC decides to expand and you've got a, a Miami team that's playing in the playoff, you go, hey, there's a team we'll take. And then there you're Florida State going, no, we don't want those guys. You know, they're we're just getting another Vanderbilt here. You know, so, here's the thing. Here's where I would come down if I was if I was making the decisions for the SEC. Miami and, and FSU would not even be in my radar. There, there's only one school that would be in my radar, and that's, that's Notre Dame. And if I could get Notre Dame and Clemson together, I would feel like I had kind of cornered the market. Okay? I would think that the Big Ten would, would sell the house to get Notre Dame. I mean, I oh, – and there's going to be, look. There's going to be a lot of speculation about that, about Notre Dame going to the Big Ten, and that's where you would think they kind of belong. They they always felt like they were a better match for the ACC because of the academic reputation of schools like North Carolina, Duke, obviously Boston College. I mean, these these that's why they wanted to go there, not FSU, of course. They they ignored that, but um, you know, I but if if the if the ACC, this is the way they can save their league, is to convince somehow Notre Dame, who's already in all their sports and on all their schedules, to to come to the ACC and bring you know, whoever you bring with them, you brought in the last big brand, so you can survive. You've got then you have Notre Dame, you have Clemson, you have Miami and FSU, who have had unbelievable success. You know, you've got like Virginia Tech, which has had at least some success. You've got academic institutions like Virginia that are awesome. You could kind of save your league. But if they don't get Notre Dame, I, I think Clemson's going to find somewhere else to go. All right. Thank you so much, Pat. Appreciate the call. Yeah. I, look, I can talk about um, realignment all day. I, I really can. I, I it's fascinating to me. We're going, and a lot of people are mad. And a lot of people are mad about nil, and I get that. I get it. Transfer portal. I get all you being mad. I get it. I'm not happy about a lot of it either. It's not ideal. It's not the way we grew up. But look, the way we the football that we grew up with is gone. It's done. It's finished. College football is not what we thought it was going to be at this point in our lives. It is what it is. And it's only going to get more financial, more diva-like. Question is, do we stay with it? Don't forget, this is a a sport that's had a seven-year decline in ratings and attendance. Why is that? Well, one reason is the games that are played. And I'll talk about that a little bit more when we come back. You're listening to Tailgate. Pat Dooley going solo today. So if you want to get a call in, today's a great day to do it. 352, uh, I forgot the number. What's that? 392-8255. Yeah. God, I went blank on the number. I, that's, that's sad. All right, so... We can, we can talk about that. We also are going to get into uh, a lot of other things, including um, a little bit of the LIV stuff, but also um, the Patrick Young story. We'll talk about a little bit of Patrick Young when we get back here on the tailgate. You're listening to it on ESPN, 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Quartararo. The Tampa Bay Rays look to bounce back after being shut out yesterday afternoon versus the Red Sox. Jeffrey Springs will take the mound for the Rays, facing off against Nick Pavetta. Tune in to coverage right here starting at 6.30. The Marlins look to continue their five-game win streak tonight against the Angels. Meanwhile, the Braves face off against the Cardinals. Wyatt Lankford was selected to the USA Collegiate National Team today. The SEC home run leader joins 26 non-draft eligible players on the roster and adds to a long list of accolades from the 2022 season. Novak Djokovic battled back from two sets down against Yannick Sinner earlier today to advance to the Wimbledon semifinals. He will face Cameron Norrie later this week. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quarteron. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville is home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, 
WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. And uh, again, Pat Dooley going solo today. Jeff will be in here tomorrow. We, uh, I, by the way, we, I, I know I said uh, the 4th of July, you have to remember what it stands for, and it's very important to us, to everybody who lives in this country. But you also have to uh, send out your condolences and prayers and everything to all the people that were involved in, unfortunately, in multiple mass shootings this weekend. I, I don't know. I'm not going to get into any politics at all, but... Um, you know, guys plan out these shootings and then go kill a bunch of people. And if you saw the video of the Highland Park, I believe it is. Man. Highland Park, yeah. That is one of the worst things I've ever seen in this country. And I've seen a lot of bad things. But that was bad. Let's go to the phones on that peppy note. And uh, we'll open up by uh, starting with Kevin. Kevin's up. What's up, Kevin? Hey, Pat. Hey. Happy post Fourth of July, and uh, yeah, my condolences go out to families of the, the, the victims this weekend. Um, so NIL, you know, National Image and Likeness, right? So last What's year name started, name Image and Likeness, yeah. Uh, what did I say? You said national, but na- I meant name. Sorry, it is. Name, it's a national name, Image and Likeness. <laughs> okay, so so anyway, uh, you know, last year when Bryce Young, you know, he was he was quoted to be the highest paid the NIL guy last year with like $1 million, and he hadn't even started a football game for Alabama. I thought that was really extreme. And then I heard about this cat from Miami getting $9 million, right? Well, that's that's a rumor. That's what it it's is. It's a rumor? Yeah. Well, anyway. Doesn't mean it's I, not I just, true, but it's not. it's a rumor. Right. Well, my whole thing is how much longer before college football becomes like the pros? And, you know, I, I don't watch the pros because I'm I'm a kid from the 80s. I remember when they walked out and we had replacement games and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. And it really, you know, it really just turned my whole – I hated the pros from that day on. And uh, so, I mean, and then we're talking about these super conferences and people talking about – or you know, people are talking about possibly going away from the NCAA. And, then the, you know, it's just – it's just becoming more privatized, if you want to say that. And it's going to be all about money again. And it, to me, that's just going to ruin the game. And I understand everybody – I understand these kids are doing a service for these colleges and their fans. And I do think they do deserve some money. I really do. But I think there should be some sort of cap, you know, because this, let's just say – even Bryce Young last year getting $1 million. What about the offensive tackle that's not getting a dime? Or the uh, – the you know, or, or these – the scout team players, I know they're not playing on Saturdays, but still, and they probably won't make it to the pros, but what about all this team effort, which, you know, there is no no team without everybody on, on board. So, yeah, no, that's I, you know, the thing, Kevin. We've talked about this before, that this was not the intent of NIL. This was not where it was supposed to go. It was supposed to be that, hey, you guys are, are – we're making all this money, ridiculous amount of money, and, and now we're at the point where – the the Big Ten is about to renegotiate. They're about to do their rights deal for TV, okay? This was before UCLA and USC added in. It's only going to increase it. But they're talking about being a billion dollars a year. And the players right. are going, we're the ones going out there laying our line. So, yeah, we need, to, we need to probably get them something. But because the NCAA totally choked on it, did nothing about it, 
thought they could go to court, thought they could go to Congress, thought they could go to the Supreme Court and go, oh, keep these guys amateurs. And everybody said, oh, you're idiots. That You're idiots to think that these guys are amateurs. They, they didn't do it the right way. If they had done it the right way, this could have been resolved and it could have been a lot more along the lines of what you would have liked to have seen. But the players wouldn't have made as much money, but they would have still made money. Well, I'm telling you, it's going to ruin college football for me. It really is. I mean, and I'm a huge Alabama fan, but, you know, even if Alabama – and I'm, and don't think for a second, I don't think these kids have been getting paid over the years, you know, from what they call it, the bag man and all this stuff. I get that, and I understand that's been happening going on, but I, now it's just outright, you know, contracts, everything's out in the open for public, you know, consumption right. and viewing. And it, what, it, well, it, wait a minute. It, wait a minute, though, uh, Kevin. It's not out in the open. That's the problem I have right now is the transparency is lacking. We have no idea what Jane Rashada, what kind of deal he worked out, because technically, by rule, he's not allowed to have a deal yet until he sets foot on campus. So nobody is, is really – I mean, it's just rumors right now. And that's that's the problem is that – uh, some people are doing it right, and other people are doing it the way they've always done it, which is to cheat like crap. And Miami's right there, and and the among the worst cheaters of all time, and uh, in in every sport, and that's just a fact. I'm not even that's not even an opinion. That's just what the truth is. Right. But anyway, I just really think it's gone. This is just ridiculous. If this truly is happening, nine million dollars to a, a potential player, this is just. Uh, it's way overboard in my but again, opinion. But again, think about this. Where is that $9 million coming from? It's not coming from the university. It's not coming from – it's coming from boosters who have decided right. to put this money into that. Now, the question that was asked last year that I never really got an answer to for all these boosters, these are the same boosters that were giving you money to the university. They were giving you money for endowments. They were giving you money – to help, uh, you know, build a, a weight training thing or whatever, whatever that was. Now that money's going to go to these because I mean, it, there's not an unlimited supply of money. Even though sometimes I wonder if they're in. Where is it all going? I mean, how is this going to change the dynamics of those kind of things? Like when you have, uh, you want to hire the best doctor, for example, at, at right. UF Health. Is is or are you not gonna have quite as much money because you know the boosters gave all that money to the third string quarterback you know so we'll see. Right. Well, you know, and 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 if there is gonna be, some, let's just say nine million dollars is given for the whole team, and then they evenly distribute it or something like that. I just don't see it ever gonna be done fairly with amongst the players, and you know, and then when is there some sort of dissension on, upon the team? And I think y'all heard y'all discuss this as well in the past is that, you know, what? how are players going to feel about each other knowing, you know, I'm busting my hump for you so you can make those Heisman Trophy throws every Saturday week yeah. in and week out. And I'm not seeing a dime. And here you're making $9 million. And, you know, I just think it's a, it's bad for football. Well, I think, th- think about this. Be- think about the quarterback who's there, Tyler Van Dyke, who I thought was – I, I think it's a Heisman Trophy candidate. I mean, he's that good. Oh, yeah, he was in the running last year. And, and now they're going to pay this guy this money. I mean, he's not going to get that kind of money. So no. how does that affect him? It, it's yeah. going to be I, – I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. I, I, I wish I had answers for you. All I have is, are questions. Well, man, I appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. 
Appreciate the call. Yeah. Let's get one more in before we go to break. Uh, who's up next? Ron. Ron is up next. What's going on, Ron? Hey, how you doing, Pat? Good, buddy. I just want to chime in about the NIL and the realignment. Um, with the NIL, uh, I mean, I I'm, I got mixed feelings about it, but you, you could take a kid like uh, like uh, Tim Tebow when he was at the University of Florida. How many 15 uh, jerseys did they sell and, and what they made off of that? And yeah, his, his performance – his perform his performance on the field, you know, you know, uh, drew that price tag for that jersey. You know what I mean? Everybody oh, yeah. wanted the team because of him. So I mean, you gotta kind of, you know, give the player. You know, they do. I mean, they, you know, they worked for it. They earned it. He earned it. I mean, you know, he he needs a cut of that. I think that's I think that's right. And um, on to the real line. Well, no, but but let me just say this. I mean, there was Florida was so worried about um, selling jerseys for profit, that after Danny left, they changed the rule. And they said, we're only going to sell the number uh, for the year that it is. So in 1997, the, the jersey they sold was number 97. That's the only jersey you could get. 98, same thing. 99, I think Buck Gurley. Right. Buck Gurley one year was a. And what changed was when they were trying to get Rex to come back in the first year of Zook, and they wanted to do everything they could to get him back. So they said, "Yeah, we'll let it. We'll let it. We'll let uh, the family ask him to let them sign, sell the jerseys." And they did. It helped them get them back, but Rex didn't make any money off it, so that was right. wrong too. That's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. So I mean, it's a billion dollar industry, and it's a lot of money getting thrown around. You know, somebody's pocket's got to be greased, and it, and, it, and it shouldn't just be to the university or in the coaches. I mean, somebody, somebody got to see some of that money. And um, you know, like like you say, the, the jersey fifteen is is it's immortal. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you see that jersey, you already know what it is. And um, yeah, I remember you know, asking uh, Luches Purefoy when he got number fifteen. I said, you know, you know what the significance of that jersey is? No, no, what is it? And I got never mind. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to get into it with you if you don't know what it is. But yeah, he uh, lost any any anybody done that 15 man. You know what time it is. Yeah. Do you um, think uh, like Trask? I think eventually we explained it to him what number 11 meant. Um, right, right. But I, I don't know yeah, that. Like if you sell, if you buy an 11 jersey, a number 11 jersey, shouldn't Spurrier still get some of that money? I think so, <laughs> and and a lot of them got the got his name on the back. Same with East. Yeah, you know, you see Emmett, and 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 you see the, you know, it should be. I mean, that's his name. He put in the work. He he made that jersey what it is. Give him a cut. You know. Well, I, Emmett, I'm sure is finding a way to get a cut. Emmett's Emmett's pretty good on business. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. But um, this this nil thing. I mean, not nil, but uh, the realignment. I think. The SEC stand alone, you know. Yeah. We banging out here, we banging, and the rest of them is puppy dogs, you know. And um, it's it's proven, and and the Big Ten they doing whatever they can to try to catch up. It's not going to happen. Well, and, here's um, the thing, though, Ron, is that the Big Ten is actually makes more money than the SEC. And that's the only one that even comes close. But they, and now with UCLA and USC getting the LA markets, it's going to be huge for them in their negotiating deal. But the best players are in the South. And so the right, SEC right, right. is still going to – it's not going to take away from the SECs. Do you think USC and UCLA coming into the Big Ten is going to make 
them uh, have more teams in the playoff? No. I mean, no. what UCLA's not been good for a long time, and USC's not been good for a long time. I'm not worried about that, but um, – I do think the oh, you're uh, talking about from a marketing standpoint. Yeah, but but yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. but I mean, and here's the other thing. I don't know if you've ever been to L.A. for a uh, on a football weekend. Uh, and nobody cares. No, <laughs> I mean nobody cares about a college football game in, in, in that right, right. that city. Uh, I know the city pretty well, having been out there many times, and my daughter living out there. It's it's just not that college football is just not a big deal out there. But right, right. it's great to have the L.A. eyes on on games. So now it's UCLA versus um, Michigan. Well, you're going to watch that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. And, and you say for the, for the SEC, what would, what would be? It would be Notre Dame. That's the only one you think? Well, I think I don't think they're going to take one. So if they can get Notre Dame, which I don't think they can, I, I think Notre Dame will have the approach of we don't want to go to a school where you know we don't want to go to a conference where one school is known for the being it's named the toothbrush because if it was at their school, it'd only be the teeth brush or the toothbrush. No, I'm sorry, I, I screwed that joke up completely. Or they don't want to go to a place where there is a bunch of uh, what they perceive as a bunch of Southern boys, you know, and, right, and right. you know, people eating chicken out of the back of their car. They don't want to do that. I don't think Notre Dame will want to do that. But the money is is just as good in the Big Ten, if not better, and that is more kind of in their, you know, kind of in their uh, wheelhouse, I think. So I think yeah, – yeah. I think eventually they're either going to the Big Ten or they're going to say, we're going to stay separate and you guys still have to include us in all your negotiations the way it is now. Uh, personally, I would just say, hey, look, if we're going to split off into two 20-team divisions, you know, the uh, the North and the South, basically, it's like a civil war. Notre Dame, hey, you know, go play in the in the Fiesta Bowl if you want. We're, we're, nobody else is going to be there. You're going to be playing, uh, you know, yeah, you're gonna be playing NC so. State, you know. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah, but yeah, that's it, man. I I get where you're coming from with that. That makes more sense now. Yeah. All right, my man. All right, have a good one. Appreciate the call. Good stuff. Great callers today, and we got to take a break though. And when we'll come back for uh, more of the uh, great calls that we've gotten so far, and uh, I've got a lot of things written down here that I want to talk about, and we'll uh, we may not get to them all. That's good, though, if we get a lot of good callers, and we appreciate it. We'll be back with more of the tailgate. Pat Dooley going solo today here on ESPN, 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. 
The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Afternoon and evening thunderstorms are expected thanks to the fact that we'll have heat and humidity in place over North Florida. Any storm that does develop could have some heavy rain, frequent lightning, and even some gusty winds from time to time. For the most part, we'll see those storms taper off after about 9 or 10 p.m. We'll see dry conditions overnight. Lows fall into the low mid-70s tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Dennis in Raleigh, North Carolina. So what 19 said today about... Dennis, you stop referring to this man as 19. You are... Why? Bitch, hey, whenever like you see me walking grinning. around, wherever I'm at in Carolinas, when we running each other, you can always say, hey, 19, how you doing? Can I say one more thing about 19? Dennis! Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we're back. Uh, just, uh, again, just me and me today, and but so far it's been great, great calls. We'll get to Jeff in just a minute. Just a great tweet from uh, G. Allen Taylor, of course, writes for the uh, the Athletic. You know, Florida, don't forget, Florida's got series scheduled with Miami, Cal, Colorado, Arizona State, NC State. Who knows where they're going to be? And the, uh, I remember when uh, I was talking to Scott Strickland about this when Texas came aboard the SEC. He goes, well, you know, uh, obviously we scheduled Texas, but those that's not when we're going to play them. Now we could be playing them, you know, we'll, you know, depends on how the SEC schedule, which still hasn't come out. That's where the SEC may drop a little bomb, you know, in terms of, hey, we want to stay in the news. You guys are all talking about the Big Ten and – the Pac-12 and the Big 12 wanting to merge and, and trying to merge or whatever they're going to do. We want to do something. We want to – so maybe they'll finally drop the uh, the whole schedule thing. We'll see. Let's go to uh, Jeff, who's up next. What's going on, Jeff? Pat, hey, doing fine, doing fine. I hope you're doing well. Yep. Just wanted to talk a little realignment. And, you know, obviously with Oklahoma and Texas coming in, the, the uh, conference revenues are going to be significant relative to the TV deal. And um, so the pie is going to split up 16 ways. Uh, why would we want to drag in no brands like NC State? No, they wouldn't want or to do even, that. No, they, they, I mean, that doesn't uh, make any sense. No, I think the bottom line is, like you said, the pie continues to get split. But the, the difference is if you can bring in uh, big enough schools. And, again, I don't know that there's a great brand out there other than Notre Dame. I, I agree with Colin Coward on this. I don't know that Clemson's a great brand, but you could you could make an argument for Clemson. Like if you wanted to bring in Notre Dame and Clemson, people would freak out, and they would they wouldn't be thinking about what Clemson is. It would be Notre Dame and a team that's won national championships. So, um, you know, but I I can't I don't see a, an explanation for bringing in those schools unless it really increases your. Um, Incremental TV revenue. Yeah, and you would have to almost know that you were going to be able to get more money. But I think the SEC is maybe – I mean, a lot of people are going to be surprised. But I think the SEC may be going, we're good. We're good right where we are. We got the, we hit the big bomb. We hit the, the big two-run homer early. Now comes back uh, another two-run homer by Big Ten. And anything else you guys do is really not going to be that big a deal. I agree with you, because I, I don't understand the rationale of just adding schools for the sake of adding schools and adding you no, know, no, inventory. You don't. Well, that's what the Big 12 had to do because they were were gutted. with. Uh, but now the Big 12 is talking about uh, possibly the Big 12 and the Pac-12 totally uh, kind of merging into one super conference. But I'm like, I was looking at this. Think about, here's their super conference. Okay, Oregon would have to stay for them to have any chance. And Oregon is still not – I mean, it's a big brand, but it's not that big a brand. Uh, Washington State, Oregon State, Cal, Stanford. Stanford's good in everything but football and basketball. 
You know, the Huskies, yeah. Washington and Oregon would have to stay. And Utah is really good in that in football right now. That's right now, and I don't know that they're that good in anything else. Um, right. But, you know, and, Arizona and another, State uh, is a great great place to go visit, but I, don't, I wouldn't want to be a football fan. <laughs> another uh, anecdote, Pat, is that right now, or, or forecast into the future, the SEC teams or, or schools are going to make more than $100 million apiece in annual revenue, while the ACC will lag uh, below $50 million. And why yeah. would, why well, think about this. Florida, you, the Pac-12, they were getting about $36 million. Yeah. Well, that's why UCLA and USC are out of there. Right. And, and why would we want to b- have the conference bail out FSU and bring up, no. bring them up to our revenue level and so they could compete favorably with us in the future? I mean, I remember when um, we got on probation and Florida State took huge advantage of that and dominated us for years. We, we, right. we need no, Florida I, State where they need to be. I don't. Grant or Rice deal. And again, Florida, the University of Florida doesn't have the decision there. I mean, we're talking about a 16 team league already, so you got true. one vote out of 16. But I don't see where FSU, uh, for all my FSU fans out there, is, is, a, is a national brand that is automatic. Uh, now, it might have been 10 years ago or 15 years ago, but it's not now. It's not a brand that you go, oh, FSU's playing uh, Michigan. Uh, I can't wait to watch that. Not now. You wouldn't care. You wouldn't even watch that game. Uh, right, exactly. I mean, you've got a struggling uh, program financially uh, yeah. that 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 has competed favorably with us for years. Uh, let's go ahead and just – I mean, there's two things Gator fans want during the year. That's to maybe win a SEC title and to beat Florida State. Why would we want yeah. to give them $50 Maybe just, million dollars in, yeah. in annual revenue? I would say stiff arm them. I, and I feel the same way about Miami. Jeff, we have to go. We have to get our last break in. If you want to call later, well, I'll take your call, okay? Super. All right, Thank you, Appreciate Pat. it. We do have to get our last break in. Gil, we'll get you on the other side. We'll be back with more of the tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Quateraro. The Tampa Bay Rays look to bounce back after being shut out yesterday afternoon versus the Red Sox. Jeffrey Springs will take the mound for the Rays facing off against Nick Bavetta. Tune in to coverage right here starting at 6.30. The Marlins look to continue their five-game win streak tonight against the Angels. Meanwhile, the Braves face off against the Cardinals. Wyatt Lankford was selected to the USA Collegiate National Team today. The SEC home run leader joins 26 non-draft eligible players on the roster and adds to a long list of accolades from the 2022 season. Novak Djokovic battled back from two sets down against Yannick Sinner earlier today to advance to the Wimbledon semifinals. He will face Cameron Norrie later this week. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quarter. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. 
You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world so IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. All things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online. At WRUF.com. All right, we are back here. Pat Dooley going solo here for the whole day. Jeff will be back tomorrow, and then me and Zach on uh, Thursday. I think that's the day. What day is today? Tuesday? Yeah. Let's get Gil's call. He's been holding a while. Gil, what's up? Uh, Hey, Pat. Thanks for doing the show. Um, it's always great when it's summertime and there's not much going on and we get a little local sports and you've had some good calls today too. So that's great. Um, I'm thinking what you guys should do is they should, um, post on the WRUF website, uh, Jeff's schedule. So we know when there's going to be a show, like for instance, they could say Thursday, Jeff goes to home Depot, no show, uh, Friday, Jeff has this no show. And you know, that way we'll know whether there's going to be a show or not. You know? Well, I would like to know sometimes, but no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Jeff is, uh, obviously very involved with his son's baseball and is a, is a coach on that team. So he's got to head out again. Um, and he's, you know, he's got a lot of stuff to deal with, but that this is a time of year when, um, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for him. That's the way I'll, I'll put it. No, I, I I understand that. I'm only joking. Um, I know his kid uh, had a great season uh, yes, this year. Yeah, very think good. Sophomore and his all area pitcher. So obviously that's great. Some people have told me that they thought that at some point that Austin could be as good as Jeff. And I said, you know, I've seen Jeff pitch, and Austin may be better than him already in high school. Yeah, I'm I'm so, not seeing where that that Austin should not be. That should not be his goal is to be better than his. No, dad. no, not, but not at all. To be but as anyway, tough as his dad, I would agree with him on that. Yeah, yeah, but but seriously, um, I did want to talk about the NIL. It's not really a big deal with me because you know I'm a college football fan. I'm gonna whatever whatever happens, I'll be there. But I wanted to ask you a question. Um, a friend of mine from down south, you know, was talking about how Miami was killing us in recruiting, 
And I'm, I was thinking about this Jaden Rashada deal. Now, according to what I expect about NIL and what it's supposed to be, it's supposed to give kids who are already in the program right. a chance to right. make some money off of their fame, yeah. such as a Tim Tebow or somebody like that or a Danny Werfel. You know, and, and some of the other kids would get lesser amounts, but some of the big stars would get, you know, pretty good money, you know, Anthony Richardson, that sort of thing. However, when you hear about $9 million deals being brokered for kids who haven't even signed on the dotted line yet, What's to prevent a, a program like Miami from promising the kid the world? And then all of a sudden, if he gets to Miami, it's like, oh, we didn't promise you $9 million. We promised you $9 million if you took us to a national championship. You didn't understand that? And then, Why do you think so many guys leave after one year? From well, they, everywhere. Yeah. They, they're all leaving. You know, they, they, well, I don't know. I don't know what – look, you're not supposed to do that, and eventually you're going to get caught, and I know Miami's already end, under investigation. So you can't do that. You can't promise a kid X, whatever amount of money you want to do. And, you know, this is why his attorney, Rashada's attorney, got mad at the Gator Collective because they wouldn't negotiate with him because they're not allowed to. They're trying to well, do it the right way. it's not writing, Pat. It's not in writing. It's worthless. You know, and if it's in writing, exactly. it's illegal. I know. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Gil. Appreciate the call. Right, it's very frustrating for a lot of people and a lot of fans. I understand that. We got a lot of stuff still to cover and we got a, a long show still another hour to go and that's good we're enjoying it and i hope you are too we'll be back with more of the tailgate here on espn 98.1 fm and 850 a.m wruf california WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gattles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. Protect your hard-earned savings from inflation with Radiant Credit Union's Adjustable Rate Certificate. Many investors are waiting and watching as interest rates continue to climb, but inflation could be eating away the value of your savings. Our new Adjustable Rate Certificate lets you invest now 
knowing that twice each year, your rate will automatically adjust to keep up with interest rates. Learn more at radiantcu.org protect. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set roll sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we are back. I, I didn't mean to yell that out with my mic on. But I did. A lot of stuff to talk about. We've had a great conversation here about uh, NIL, but also mainly about realignment and what's going to happen. And and I mean, to me, the bottom line is it's going to depend on what Notre Dame does. Notre Dame is now the biggest player in realignment. What, What they decide to do, if they decide to do nothing, then everybody's got to kind of figure out what they're going to do, and maybe the Big Ten and the SEC go, we're good. We're, we're good right where we are. I mean, everybody keeps wanting to talk about 20-team leagues. We're good with 16. We're fine with that. Um, let's go ahead and get to the phones. PG's been holding for a while. Let's get to him. What's up, PG? How you doing, Pat? I'm good. I'm good. Awesome. Sound like a good weekend, Lake Santa Fe, man. I love going out there. It was very um, nice. Uh, it was very nice, and it was just um, nice to have a couple days off and not, not have to worry about anything. Yeah. It's not too far either. Like, if you really yeah. go to Cedar Key quickly, you know, it's only about 50, 45 minutes from Jonesville, so it's not an all-day thing. And get on some water. Pretty sweet. Um, but, yeah, so – Rashada's attorney, uh, or representation, who is an attorney, started a Twitter war with the president of the Gator Collective months ago and then came out and said what he said, you know, during the negotiations. He's an attorney. Like, he doesn't even get that you can't. It's just wild, man. And, um, you know, like I said a week or two ago, those dudes could become ineligible if it's that blatant. You know, I mean, I know who knows what the NCAA can do, but it's like, damn, you can't just throw it in our face. Like, you know, you got some dads out here kind of saying the same thing on Twitter. It's just handle your business. And especially from an attorney who's supposed to be representing you. You know, it's almost, 
the Freddie Freeman thing was pretty bad with his representation, but it's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, how how did this happen? Anyway, could you imagine being the well, catcher but, and Freddie Freeman comes up and, and he goes, hey, man, how come you didn't sign the, that last offer? And he's like, what? what? What offer are you talking about? How does that happen? No, I you know. know. Guys, well, because a lot of these guys are basically, you know, look, if you sign a deal, they get 10% or well, I don't know what their what their cut is, but the bigger the deal that you get for them, the more money you make, and so they're yeah. at looking for themselves out for themselves more than anything. Yeah, and you see that with the Rashada guys' representation out in California, who apparently represents a lot of top kids. Um, yeah, he does. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's a mess. But the other thing I wanted to say, uh, I listen to Calhoun too, and, and he, he is, you know, he's off. I like him, not all the time, but he always comes with a different perspective. And I agree with him with what you said with realignment on kind of who's left, but I disagree in one part of that. There are a couple of schools that are still pretty important. I don't think they could come to the SEC, but it all comes down to TV uh, market. And, right. you know, we sit here and we – so Washington is still very valuable. So I could see the Big Ten grabbing them and um, obviously Notre Dame because they're just the outlier. They're national, you know. But I don't – I mean, let's be honest. Like, I don't know. I might be wrong. I don't know how you feel about this, but it doesn't even matter how good you are in these sports, no, in multiple sports, it's about your market. Florida's lucky. I mean, we got Florida, the state of Florida, they're in the SEC already, and they're vested there. But Miami is the other one because of the TV market. Um, they're very important, and they're, they've, they've got some chips there because of their market. You know, Washington. No, there's no doubt. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't know that I want to be part of an SEC that Miami's in, but if that may be something they, they have to do because, as you said, the market. That's why that's why the ACC, which to me was the dumbest thing, went and got Miami and Boston College. They go, okay, we've got, my, we've got the entire uh, seaboard locked up now from Miami to yeah. Boston College. Well, guess what? It didn't really help you, and you still have one of the worst rights deals of all. So I don't know how much yes. – you know, how much of an effect that does have, that Miami is in a big city, because the people down there, PG, you've been to Miami games. There's nobody else there. You, If you go to one, you probably can stretch out pretty well. So yeah, it's, I, that that's probably know. eyeballs on the TV, too. Yeah, I, 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 don't even, I don't know if anybody that actually – attends the school, goes to the games, or ever attended it. It's just the city. I, I don't think anybody actually people. went to that school. I think everybody just, right. yeah. But, you know, the last thing you were saying about the ACC, so I was looking up the contracts. They can't renegotiate till 2034. Right. Yeah, And that is just a killer, man. Like, it's all about money, just like if, the, if you're saying the SEC could stand pat, because you better bring some real value in order to split up what is it, 80 million per? So you bring a team in, that's taking 10 away or, I don't know, eight away from a school. They better be able to bring in that value. And Clemson's not doing that because they're good at football for 10 years. They're good at one like, sport, yeah. And not regionalized. Like, it's just not going to happen. So anyway, I, I'm, I'm really – No, I agreed with what he said. I the Clemson is a regional program when you think about it. Like, you don't yeah. see people in – Nebraska wearing, uh, you know, uh, Clemson T-shirts. You'll you might see them wearing a Gator T-shirt. You might see them wearing a Georgia T-shirt. You might see them wearing a Notre Dame T-shirt. But Clemson, 
Clemson's a very regional program. And, and do you think, like, let's say Clemson just hypothetically was good at 10 sports. Do you think that would change anything? No. It, it depends on what what they feel like that can increase their TV revenue. That's all that matters. What are their TV rights going to be like? And, again, for Clemson to even get out of that deal, like you said, they what is it, 20? 34. Uh, 34 before they could get out. And they're going to they're gonna have to pay a pretty hefty fee to get out of that deal. Where, where would you see – let's say Florida wasn't in the SEC. It's a big school, you know, I mean, all that stuff. I mean, would, would, if you took Florida out – and said Florida was in the ACC, and they were trying to get into the SEC. You know, have you like looking at their overall TV market, their re, you know resume, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, great programs. Would you think that they would allow them in? Like, yeah, Florida, I do. I, I think the brand at Florida is pretty powerful. Um, you know, maybe I overestimate it because I live here because I've been a Gator all my life, but I still think I it's a pretty it. pretty powerful brand. Um, you know, it's it's. Even before they were champ, winning all these championships, they were still powerful. They were still on TV a lot. So I, I don't know though. Thank goodness Florida didn't have to worry about it. I know that's what I'm saying. I don't see any reason to think Florida State in. Not trying to knock. No, the there's none. Yeah. I mean, you've got to share the pot. You got to bring something at this point, right? And I'm not saying you get what I'm saying. It's yeah. Like, what, what are you? Appreciate it, man. All right. Thanks for the call. Um, I totally blunt, forgotten who's on one. David on one. David? Hey, yeah, hey, Pat. Hey, how's Appreciate it going, man? Good, man. Uh, you guys uh, just answered uh, some a couple of my questions. One was Florida State. Uh, so you don't think the, the SEC would uh, go after Florida State, right? I don't. Well, look, the SEC went after them in 92, and they, they wanted them to come aboard because that was when it – you know, Bobby Bowen was kind of – he wasn't at the peak of his power, but he was right at the beginning of the uh, ascent to being a great program. And the uh, the story, as, as I always heard it, I don't even know how accurate it is, was that the FSU said – and Bowden said, look, I don't want to go play in that league. I want, I'd rather play in this league where it's easier to win. And so they didn't They didn't go. Uh, now I don't think it's anywhere near the, the – the marketability that it was then. I don't think it's, there's not a lot there. Yeah. And from a uh, fan standpoint, a Gator fan, uh, I mean, we, I don't think we want uh, FSU or Miami or from a recruiting standpoint for the Gators. Right. I mean, you don't want FSU or Miami in the SEC. Correct. But, But that's the thing. And a lot of people have talked about how, you know, uh, when there was a lot of talk of realignment, how uh, Georgia would keep Georgia Tech out, and South Carolina would keep Clemson out, and Florida would keep Florida State out. I don't know that you can keep those schools out. I mean, there's kind of a uh, some rumor of a gentleman's agreement not to do that, but I, I don't know. Look, I don't think any of the I don't I can't think of one school that would add to the SEC's. Um, image or any of anything it's 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 TV rights deal, which is the most important thing. Other than Notre Dame, I can't think of anybody else, and I don't think they'll get yeah, Notre I Dame. So I, I just think they may. This may be it. Texas and Oklahoma was a hell of a coup when they got them, and everybody's yeah. freaking out. And I still think it's way bigger than UCLA and USC because Texas and Oklahoma, it matters there. 
it matters at those two yeah. schools, you know, yeah. football and small other sports. Doesn't matter at USC. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. So one more question on the uh, from the NIL. Thing. You know, there was a rumor out there that Florida offered that quarterback eleven million dollars. I mean, is there any truth to that rumor? No, there's no truth to it. And if they did, then they the NCAA should come in here and investigate him. But I don't believe that they did. I, I again, it's not Florida that would be making that offer. Florida's not. You're not allowed to do that. That that would be the right. Gator Collective, which I right. I I think. I, I know Eddie Rojas, and I know all the people over there, and I, I, I don't think they would do something like that. Now, I think the reason the agent or lawyer or whatever you want to call him uh, got upset was because Florida wouldn't negotiate with them because they can't. They're not supposed to. It's against the law. It's against the rules. It's against the NCAA rules. It's against the laws of the state of Florida. Doesn't mean the people aren't doing it, but Florida's probably not going to do it. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's, you know, and it's obviously uh, very tough compete against the people that are doing it no and i i can tell you some great stories i wish i could tell you some of them but uh again they were told to me uh confidentially about what florida has been able to do for kids who have are on campus and how they can get them invested in things like uh, real estate and savings and stuff like that florida is definitely doing it the right way that doesn't mean they're going to have the best recruiting class though you know it's like i i told people before all right, Florida's got a guy who knows how to recruit. He And Florida is putting all this money into recruiting. It doesn't mean they're going to have the best class. It's not like everybody's quit recruiting. Everybody else goes, oh, well, Florida finally got a guy that can – you know, this is not 100% the greatest place in the world to go. I think it's a great place. I love Gainesville. I love being here. But, you know, a lot of people would rather go to Alabama. They'd rather go to Georgia. Some people would rather go to Miami and, and, and live that life. Some people would – Rather go to Florida State and live that life. Whatever you want to do, but no, it's not like nobody, everybody's quit recruiting just because Florida got a good recruiter. So, yeah, you know, like, I'll, I'll give you yeah. a good number here. I saw this today. Florida now is number 14 on one of the, I, whichever one, at Rivals or whatever list. 14 in the country, which is way ahead of where they were a year ago this time. FSU's 38. They got a big uh, commitment today, but they're now 38. So they still got a long way to go. Yeah, and that was my last question was uh, about the current uh, players um, on the roster, on the uh, the football team. Um, Are they getting uh, some NIL deals? Oh, yeah. If you're on the team and you – what they basically do is they send you to the the, uh, collective, okay, and they say, you know – and the collective works with you to say, hey, here's what we think we can get for you, and here's the deal. You sign the contract. Florida, um, the way they have it worked out, you put some of the money into, first of all, you take 30% right off the top. No, you have to pay taxes on it. Um, They put some of it into savings. They put some of it into investment. They just don't give these kids 10 grand a month and go, have fun. Uh, they're doing it the right way, and they're trying to. I, I think that one of the great philosophies that Florida has over there is where are you going to be at the age of forty. You know, and, and they're trying to make kids look that way. Not everybody wants to think about that, though. Some kids want to think about yeah. where they're going to be at twenty. You know, <laughs> you know, and yeah. that, that's all they care about. So it, it is. You just have to deal with it. Yeah. All right, Pat. Appreciate it. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's get one more in. Uh, who's on the? 
Tennessee. Oh, great. Let's see what hey, Mike Pat. has for us today. <laughs> hey, Pat, that, uh, this um, uh, realignment talk, that's a, a, man, a man from heaven if you're doing a sports show the next two months. Yeah. No, it, uh, every time you think, well, then nothing's happening, and what are we going to talk about? Yeah. All of a sudden, this came landed right in our laps. What was it, last yeah. Thursday when it landed? Yeah. Yeah, I want to play off your caller, too, back there, Pat. But before I do, I heard uh, Phil Steele today for the first time, and that, to me, is always the official kickoff of um, talking season, the next season, however you want to term it. Um, and one other thing, too, just I'm sure you, you have him on your show. He'll go on about any show to sell his book. Do y'all bring him on? We've had him on before, yeah. yeah Many he, times, yeah. He, he's the one guy I, I respect. He's the guy I listen to probably more than anybody else. But you know one of the things, Steve, um, we all know college football is, excuse me, uh, Pat, we all know college football is broken. But um, take a guy like Anthony Richardson, all right? He's regarded, I'm seeing him in the first round on some of these mock drafts or top ten quarterbacks. If you look at McShay, if you catch him on ESPN, but he really hasn't done a lot on the field. Nothing. And so, so what you've got is, is let's say, like right now all these dudes are congregating at five or six schools. But um, they're all still trying to get drafted. They they can't go straight to the NFL, so these guys have to go somewhere and play. So there's there's that angle to it. If you like the sport of football and what are you going to do on third and four and fourth and two, that's why you're probably going to watch because these guys are trying to make the NFL and only 1% of them do. Right. So, And one other thing, too, is the gambling aspect. If you watch, you flip on an early September game and you watch Alabama and MTSU and Bama's favored by 48 points, you might not care – but um, there are a lot of big uh, hotels out there in Vegas that do. So I, I don't. It, it, I think it's got back to what you always say, Pat: rooting for the laundry. Yeah. No, it's actually Jerry Seinfeld said that, but <laughs> I've, I've stolen that line from him many times. Yeah. Okay. Hey, last thing for you, Pat. You uh, your last caller back to was talking about. It's all about TV markets and money. If you, I bet if you talk to any athletic director, they'll say, "What's what, what this going to do for our little?" Teal that we get in Destin or wherever they dealt the money at. They're always looking after their school, and it generally comes back to money and TV. Because think about it. A lot of people these days don't have to walk in that turnstile. They're happy to sit on that couch with the crunch and munch and the Miller lot. Yeah, I, I ring Bud Light, though. Yeah, but. yeah, well, there you go. That, that's why you have to uh, let Miami's and even Georgia Tech's and teams like that into the party, because if you're a top 30, 35 media market, um, you got to have that market just to sell it to the TV guys. If you want that huge amount of trillions of dollars you want on these TV contracts from Fox and ESPN, you got to show them the major American cities. Okay, but let me ask you this question, uh, Mike. Um, the ACC added the Miami market, the Atlanta market, and the Boston market, and got it has a terrible TV deal that is going to go forever. I mean, so it's yeah, not well, like it it's because- a guarantee. It's like you know, like. Just because you get big markets doesn't mean you're going to – because those aren't necessarily big markets for college football. They're big markets. That's true. Usually, yes, that's, yeah. that's a good point, Pat. A lot, of, a lot of big cities are pro markets, of course. Exactly. But but a lot of the best players congregate in the SEC. So, you know, you got that angle, too. And and I'll leave you with this, Pat. you got to play somebody. Everybody likes the freeze-out game and screw your, your rival and all that. But I think it would be sickening to see the Big Ten in Florida. I think Florida's a great state. Texas is a great state. I think the politicians have screwed up California, but I don't want the Big Ten in, in the state of Florida. I, I think it's just bad for business. Well, they're here anyway because they're recruiting the hell out of it. You know, Ohio State yeah. has made, starting with Urban especially. Uh, but no, I don't. I I can't imagine the Big Ten uh, reaching in. if they want to take Florida State, take them. 
You know, I, yeah, well, that's what I was going to say, Pat. I can't imagine uh, the Big Ten and the SEC both passing on Florida State and Miami. And doesn't the uh, Big Ten network, uh, a lot more TVs in the Big Ten network than there are the SEC network. And I, and I know the payout, I think, for school, the SEC is slightly higher. But I believe the, the uh, Big Ten schools get a lot more money off that Big Ten network than SEC schools do off the SEC network. Well, I know that the – well, all that money kind of goes in the same pot. But I, I know the Big Ten makes slightly more than the SEC – uh, but they're by far way ahead of the other three uh, families, you know. Um, and that's the thing. And it, it's only going to get – the Big Ten is getting ready to redo its TV rights deal. And it's supposed to be worth a billion dollars. Now they've added the two L.A. markets. It's you got to think it's even going to go up even more. Uh, and well, I didn't hear Bill – I'm sorry, Pat. Go ahead. But uh, And the SEC already worked out this deal – with ESPN to get all, and they're not on CB, going to be on CBS. I think it's after next year, um, and and I don't know how much they can renegotiate. And again, a lot of this might comes down to what are the playoffs going to look like? Are they going to get this twelve team playoff to work, and that's going to again generate more revenue? So, um, the look, the Big Ten and the SEC are just they're just printing money. The other conferences are trying to catch up. I heard Bill Plasky, Pat, I'll leave you this on Live Bomb, I guess before the weekend clip, before the holiday hit. He said in L.A., and I'm sure you're aware of this, you've been out there, it's Lakers, Dodgers, USC, even now after the Chargers won the Super Bowl. A lot more TVs in L.A. than Starkville. Hang in there, Pat. When did the Chargers win the Super Bowl? Did I miss that? Yeah, but when did the Chargers miss the Super Do you remember the Chargers winning the Super Bowl? No. No, I didn't think they did. The Rams... The Rams won the Super Bowl this year, right? Okay, yeah. Not the Chargers. Okay. No, but he's absolutely right. It is Dodgers-Lakers are the two. I've been in L.A. many times. Um, and that's what I I joked about this and, and uh, when I would speak to the quarterback clubs and Gator clubs and everything around the state that the reason Chip Kelly went to – UCLA instead of coming to Florida because I mean we all know the story that Florida really wanted him they they flew up there twice they took their big team up there with Linda Teeler and everybody up there to, to get him uh, the reason he wanted to go there is he didn't want to be that guy he didn't want to be the guy at the biggest school he wanted to be somewhere where nobody cared he'd rather be that and that's him that's fine but UCLA how far down the list do you have to go to get to UCLA football Below UCLA basketball, I would think. So you go basically, uh, I, I guess Dodgers, Lakers, Dodgers, Lakers, uh, maybe the Rams, then USC. UCLA's way down the list. Clippers are ahead of UCLA. So now it's that's one reason he likes it. But anyway. I'm getting off on, on a different subject. All right, we finally have empty phone lines if you want to call in. We've had great callers today, and I appreciate it on a day like today when I'm doing it solo. I've got a lot of things I want to get to, including the latest on Patrick Young and what's going on with him, some stuff on Billy Horschel, and I've got a great, great trivia question. Not even a trivia question, just an observation that I've been holding for a couple of days, or actually more than that because the last show we did was on Thursday. All right, we'll be back with more here on the tailgate, ESPN, 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. 
on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good evening, Gainesville, and here's what's trending. Gator Baseball's Wyatt Lankford was selected for U.S. Baseball's collegiate roster. Also, the Gator football squad landed highly rated commit T.J. Searcy. Searcy is a 6'5", 243-pound edge rusher that will bring size and blazing intensity to the defense. The Tampa Bay Rays play the Boston Red Sox tonight for the first of two games at Fenway Park. Coverage for tonight's game is set to begin at around 6.30 p.m., and coverage for Wednesday game also begins at 6.30 p.m. The Miami Marlins also play tonight against the LA Angels at home. First pitch for the game is set at 6.40 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, and I'm Marshall Tempest. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible, so check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year, so help us help the Gainesville community. Baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Ah, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. 
The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right. We're going to get high, high, high in the midday sun, according to Paul McCartney. All right, I just wanted to mention the Patrick Young thing. And for those of you who don't know what happened, but most of you do because you look on Twitter and everything, uh, Patrick was in a terrible car accident um, over the weekend. Actually, it happened last week. Um, And uh, I've reached out to him and haven't heard back from him yet. I know he's got a million people reaching out because he's that popular guy. But apparently he was... um, in um, Nebraska, where his fiance lives, which I it, it's like as soon as it happened, they said it was in Nebraska. Oh, well, that's where his fiance is. So, because he had told me many times, yeah, I'm going to Nebraska to see her. Um, but he was going through a light or a, a, a stop, either a stop sign or a yield sign or something, and realized he had missed what he was supposed to do in terms of stopping when he hit the brakes. He didn't think he could keep from hitting other cars. And so Patrick swerved. When he swerved, the car flipped over. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Patrick, come on, man. And um, was uh, obviously bad injuries. Um, He's been tweeting, though, and it seems like he's got a lot of recovery to do. And, again, I can't tell you what the injuries are. Uh, He was going to be – he was in South Dakota, which was kind of strange in its own part, uh, being treated, and then they were going to move him to Denver. Uh, and whenever I know anything more about it, maybe I'll know more by tomorrow, be happy to update you. One of my favorite people in the world, in the world, and I mean that. I mean, I, I say all this all the time. You know, I, who are my favorite guys to interview? Patrick Young has just been a friend of mine, and um uh, I remember being at the Auburn football game and we're out in the tailgate and all of a sudden he runs up because he sees me and we start hugging and all of a sudden, everybody, of course, everybody runs over. Oh, Patrick Young, let me get my picture taken with you. I go, hey, just let, it, let him be. But he's, I mean, he's a big deal. He's a big guy. And he's, like I said, one of my favorites to ever play here. Probably my top 10. And I'm not saying he was one of the 10 best to ever play here. I've done enough lists, and we may get into those lists at some point today, because uh, I got a lot of, of uh, I got a lot of feedback on them, and that's why you do lists. So, you do lists because you want people to read them and go, no, 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 you can't put him in there. You can't put him that high. The one I got, there, there were two that I got the most feedback on, and again, if you if you read these lists on GatorsWire.com. And uh, I love writing for those guys because they kind of let me do what I want to do. And we, we, you know, but again, the editor there, Adam, is Adam Dubbin is just great. And we sit and talk. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? But, you know, it's not like Sarah, you got to do this. You got to do that. You know, they're, they're kind of like, you know, here's an idea. Can you do this? You know, what about this? Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, that sounds great. Thanks for the idea. So what we, again, because we're in the summer, you know, I did, um, I started out, uh, one of them, well, kind of started out doing uh, 12 best at, at different positions. Quarterback, 
Didn't get a lot of feedback on the quarterback one. Not a lot of feedback. Running back, I got a ton. And one reason is because of where I had John L. Williams. I had John L. Williams, I believe, 11th maybe, 12th, maybe 12th. And people lost their minds uh, because I had him so low. Well, John L. was a great player. I could have put him fourth, and I would have had I I wouldn't have felt bad about it. Uh, but I did maybe try and go with guy because John L. statistically wasn't a great player. He never led Florida in rushing. He never was uh, on all SEC first team. I don't think he was even on all SEC second team. I think he was honorable mention only. But he was uh, such a great player. And that's why I put him on there, and I felt like people are going to be happy that I put him on here. No, they weren't happy. They were – like, I got a uh, – actually got a uh, Facebook response from our old friend Larry Vitell, who did show here for a long time. In fact, in this time frame. And – um he couldn't believe that I had LaMichael P. Ryan ahead of John L. Williams. Well, LaMichael P. Ryan's numbers are way better than John L. Williams. Yeah, but he may have been right about that. I'm not going to disagree too low. The other one I got a lot of feedback on was wide receiver, the top 12 wide receivers. And, again, it's 12 because it's called Dooley's Dozen. Um, that I didn't have Ricky Nateel on there. And – it was hard to leave him off. It was the hardest list I've ever done because you get you can go twenty five deep at, at Florida because of so many grass. I didn't have Charlie Casey on the list. I didn't have Richard Trapp, one of my favorite players of all time. But you, it's hard to put them all on there. I did have Travis McGriff on there, and I know a lot of people get mad about that. But look, Travis McGriff had the single best season statistically of any Florida receiver. Most yards in the history of the school. And he's a really good player. I I felt I should have him on there. I could I get that Ricky Natale probably should have been on there. If I could do it over again, I probably would have put him on there. But it's funny how people react to different things. Number one was Ike Hilliard for me, and I, I I'll stand by that. And um I'm actually gonna have Doring on my podcast Friday. Um I'm trying to figure out the days right now. Friday, he's going to be on the podcast, and I'm going to ask him about that because um, I think I had Doring third or fourth. I have to go back and look at it. But to me, Ike Hilliard was the best big game receiver. The bigger the game, the better he played. The more likely he was to be the dominant player. Four touchdowns against Tennessee in the 95 game. Three touchdowns against FSU for the national championship. And I've had I we've had Ike on this show, and I've had him on my podcast, and I've I, I my relationship with Ike is surprisingly good because in college he and I kind of battled a little bit. It's so good though. Ike Hilliard though was the guy for me. He's the number one guy, and there's you certainly go through a long list. Carl Salvarez who put up still has a record for most catches and the guy who's tied with him for most catches I didn't put on the list Chad Jackson you know why bubble screens <laughs> you know bubble screens worked and they got him a lot of plays and they they got yardage but uh, I'm not no he nowhere near 
the top 12. So anyway, so those are the ones I've been doing, and now I'm I'm trying to do one, and I was maybe I can get some response from you guys. I'm doing it tomorrow. I got to wake up in the morning. That's my first goal is to write that. Um, but my um, the one I'm doing for tomorrow is a is kind of a different one. I'm trying to do some, you know, and then I'll get back to doing the list of players. The one I'm doing for tomorrow though is if you could go back in time and change one play. One play in Florida football history, what would it be? And there's some kind of obvious ones. Somebody would have tripped Lindsey Scott going out for a pass. Uh, that'd be number one, I think. I don't know how Florida could have stopped Frankie Sanders. That's the problem. I'm trying to think of that. How do they? How do they stop that play from happening? Because obviously Michael Gilmore, who was about six inches shorter and and 50 pounds lighter wasn't going to get up there and knock it away. But who could you have had on him that would? I, I've got to figure that one out mentally. There's a bunch of them like that. You know, where you think about one play that could have changed everything. Um, I haven't really even gotten to the research part of it yet. Usually when I wake up on a on a morning where I go, okay, here's what we're doing. Here's our list today. All right, so let's let's start out with this. All right, let's first of all let's do some research. Let's spend at least an hour and a half researching things that I think I know. Let me make sure I know them. And it still doesn't mean I'm going to be right. That's the way. That's not the way it works. It's difficult, but that's what makes it fun, especially this time of year, talking season. It's talking season. All right. We have to take a break, uh, and then we'll come back. we got some calls coming in. We'll get get them, but we're running a little bit behind on break, so we'll do that, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about a bunch of different things, um, including I, I still have this piece of information that I think is fascinating that I'm, I guess I'll – maybe I'll bring it out. Maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> You're listening to The Tailgate. Pat Dooley going solo here on ESPN, 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. It's happening with the Gator Nation. Hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. 
Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Afternoon and evening thunderstorms are expected thanks to the fact that we'll have heat and humidity in place over North Florida. Any storm that does develop could have some heavy rain, frequent lightning, and even some gusty winds from time to time. For the most part, we'll see those storms taper off after about 9 or 10 p.m. We'll see dry conditions overnight. Lows fall into the low and mid-70s tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. It felt like Freddie Freeman maybe didn't want to get on the plane to leave Atlanta. Imagine you're shaking hands with your former teammates before the game and all of a sudden one of them drops. We still can't believe you didn't accept the... Or you go to the plate. First time you're at the plate. Catch your one. Why'd you turn down that ultra? Wait. Hee-ha! <laughs> the Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back. Um, God, there's a lot of stuff I'm not going to be able to get to. That's good, though, because we got a lot of callers. Let's go ahead and get uh, Tommy up. What's going on, Tommy? Hey, what's up, Pat? You, buddy. How you doing today, man? Good. I appreciate you having the show, man. We, I love my local, man. I mean, we have some good syndicated radio, but, I mean, I miss I miss my normal stuff, man. So yeah, I mean, we're going to have we're, you guys doing your guys. You yeah, know, we're going to get back to normalcy fairly soon here i mean obviously both everybody's got vacation time and uh, sure, just man. got I mean, you guys yeah, gotta have stuff time and, too man i yeah. mean you guys it's it's your job but it to me it's my dream job but for you guys i mean it's your job you gotta have time off too you know what i mean so like as as lucky as you we feel you are it also is you got family kids you got stuff to do sure. as well so so what i called for today man was to actually bring up what you just talked about, I called, and I know you said you want to talk about it tomorrow, so I don't want to get into it too deep. I'll be really quick. The one play I would take back would, and I have two of them, and I and uh, it would be the old Miss play with Tebow. Oh, yeah. And, it, and then it would be the Auburn where the guy made the field goal 
and freaking did the gator chomp running off the field. And I, I laid down in the University Avenue hoping I'd get run over by a car that night. Um, so that would be the, the two that I, I think that you I need to not take it so personally. You don't want to be Man, the, get run over by a car. Fat Dooley, I have a gator tattoo on my right arm with an American flag in it. I don't have my kids' names on my body. I am. It is a cult, in my opinion. A lot of people that are from bigger cities, you have different teams to root for. We only have the Gators, man. Like you're you're born and raised in Gainesville, like I am. That's it. Like that's what we have. Like you you live and die by the Gators. I mean, and it. My dad told me a long time ago, man. They're not paying your bills. Why are you crying over a game? You have no idea that it is my psychiatrist. It is my it is my church. It is my what keeps me going, you know. And so with the NIL deal, that gets a little tough on me as well. It's like, man, it's like I, I, I love amateur sports. I don't like pro sports because I haven't been around it. I don't go to Orlando to watch the crappy magic. I don't go to Jacksonville yeah. to watch the Jags, you know. I, I'm a Gator. That's it. No, I that's know. Right. And that that's why when when that slogan came out for the SEC at first – my first thought was, that's kind of hokey. And I went, you know what? They're absolutely right. It does mean more. You know why? Every one of these schools is in the same boat pretty much. Yeah, I mean, sure. Like Alabama. And, they yeah. have no What else is there in, in Tuscaloosa? Alabama. There's nothing, nothing. else. Dreamland. Nothing that's it. Alabama. There is not a professional team of any sport in Alabama. What is there There's in not. Auburn? At Auburn. That's what is right. there at – even Georgia, yeah, as big as a, big as a, of a Braves town that, as that is – Athens yes, is sir. so different from Atlanta. I was in Atlanta this weekend, Pat. I went to the Georgia Sea Aquarium with the family and went. And I love that place, man. It was it's fun, dude. It was phenomenal. Now you got to deal with like a LSU home game at night in the swamp with the people. I mean, it was pretty. <laughs> it was pretty packed. But um, other than that, man, you know, it was the coolest thing I've ever been to, other than Gator football stuff. But. Um, unsports related coolest thing i've ever been to and then we went to stone mountain checked out the laser show love that golf course there too i did I, man i didn't go to none of that because you know i had all the kids and wife and you know yeah. there ain't nobody gonna let me do that well i was always i'm father daddy duty at that point so yeah man we had a great time but like i said i couldn't wait to get back to florida like i man i couldn't wait to hit the florida state line they, it's just they're, they're different it's different up there and everybody oh, totally. wearing yeah. Georgia shirts, and then I'm walking around. I actually wore a UF shirt, um, an old the old Gator logo, the old UF logo, and I had that on like a vintage shirt I got from uh, one of Jeff's commercials that he talks about, and um, I got it from there. And like I said, I'm walking by, man, and I have Gator sh- glasses I got from Spurriers. I got those on and stuff. Walking around, and the guy's like, "Go Gators!" I'm like. Go Gators. Go write an American novel, my man. Go cure cancer, dude. Like, go Gators, you know? Like, And there was like three people that did it, but they were employees of the Sea Aquarium. It wasn't like random people. And then to end it, Pat, just real quick, cool little note, though, man. Um, you know, the UFC was that Saturday night, you know, a sign and a fight, a fought and all. And uh, so it was a big card. Tyron Woodley was there, man, the old champ from UFC. And uh, he had a hat on and everything. And he's sitting there talking about boxing behind me while I'm waiting to get a a beer. 
And uh, I'm sitting there waiting to get a beer. And I hear him saying, yeah, I had to get out of it, man. He's like, I got tired of wrestling. He's like, I'm, I want a box. And I look around and I'm like, Tyron Woodley? He's like, yes, sir. I'm like, holy smokes. I mean, dude, he was a, a champ for the UFC for a couple of years, you know. It was like, and the guy, you wouldn't have picked him out of a lineup. Yeah, I mean, he shaved his beard. He was wearing a ball cap, being low profile. But the way he talked, he knew it had to be him, you know. So, But, yeah, man, the, t- the two plays would be the old Miss. That old Miss, everybody on everybody knew he was doing that run play, man. No, I'm I'm right. I believe me. I'm writing that down. I also brought up um, the uh, the interception he threw in the end zone against Alabama in the in the oh, 09, 09 championship Tebow game. Tebow tears vodka. Tebow tears vodka, man. Yep. They they make that in the state of Alabama. Have you seen it? No, but you know what? It probably tastes pretty good for them. I would drink the hell out of it. Because then you get up and you piss excellence, baby. That's right. All right, we'll let you go, Tommy. we got to get a break. Have a great day, brother. Thanks. Uh, We'll get to our last caller when we return from our break. Um, A lot of things I didn't get to. I I do want to mention Billy Horschel went off today at the Irish Open talking about the LIV. And he said, look, I can't stand to be diplomatic anymore. I don't have any ill will towards the guys who are playing that tour. I have ill will about the things they're saying about the PGA tour because they're saying them about me because I'm on the PGA tour. So he kind of went off, which was great. But the great quote from Graham McDowell, who said, the reason I'm on the LIV tour, I'm tired of finishing 150th on the FedEx Cup. I want to go somewhere where it's easier. That is the bottom line. It's easier and you get more money. Doesn't mean it's going to be interesting. I still haven't watched one one play, one ball struck and my goal is not to ever watch any. We'll come back. We'll take one last call before we uh, get out of here. Great callers today. Appreciate you guys so much. Jeff will be back tomorrow. We'll take a break right now before we wrap it up here on the tailgate. Brought to you by, in the second hour, of course, by Meldon Law. They won't back down. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good evening, Gainesville, and here's what's trending. The Tampa Bay Rays play the Boston Red Sox tonight for the first of two games at Fenway Park. Coverage for tonight's game is set to begin at around 6.30 p.m. And coverage for Wednesday game also begins at 6.30 p.m. The Miami Marlins also play tonight against the LA Angels at home. First pitch for the game is set for 6.40 p.m. Gator Baseball's Wyatt Langford was selected for the U.S. Baseball Collegiate roster. He is one of only 26 that made the team to compete for the USA Collegiate National Team. Gator football squad landed a highly rated commit, TJ Searcy. Searcy is a 6'5", 243-pound edge rusher that will bring size and emblazing intensity to the defense. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, and I'm Marshall Tempest. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. 
listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy and I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. When couples come into International Diamond Center looking for engagement rings, they have lots of pictures from websites, from Pinterest, from designers they love, and 99% of the time, we have what they want. The brands that we carry are the brands the consumer asks for, the, the girls ask for, your future bride asks for. IDC owner Keith LeClaire explains how IDC is always on the cutting edge because we partner with the world's leading designers, names like Takori, Viraggio, Henry Dossie, and dozens more. Fashions come and go, but why do some brands stay forever. It's because they stay relevant. IDC was chosen by these acclaimed designers, in most cases, as the exclusive retail partner in the region. We try to provide the best of the best at the most current merchandise in the market today. International Diamond Center, giving you access to the most sought-after brands in the world with a five-star shopping experience with no compromises. We want people to feel comfortable, relax, educate them, give them high quality for the right price. Store hours and more at shopidc.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, just about four minutes left in the show. Let's get Porter's call to wrap things up here on a Melvin Law Tuesday. What's up, Porter? Hey, how we doing? Uh, first off, um, you said something about Notre Dame. You know, if they're maybe not doing anything, I I, I would be shocked if they're you know uh, going to be independent in three or four years from now. I just don't don't see how that's in their best interest, even though they're Notre Dame. And they can have their own well, TV they, contract. Yeah, they have their own their own t- all the money that comes in on their TV rights deal goes right to them. So that's yeah, that's I been the argument that. why they they kind of wanted to stay doing that, and they they kind of don't want to get into the, um, you know, the wars of of dealing with other. Oh, I understand. I understand schools. the motivation, but I the bottom line, I can't think that it would be in their best interest down you know, down the road. But you know, I, what do I know? Who knows? But um, uh, I you know if if, if uh, Clemson. And Virginia Tech, Florida State, and Miami were joined the SEC. All that maybe makes regional sense. Uh, Notre Dame is going to end up probably in the Big Ten. It's not about regions anymore, though. Exactly. Uh, How how about some kind of a a relocation system? (laughs) I'm I'm not a believer in that. I know that people have talked a lot about that, and I I don't believe in that. I mean, either you're in a conference or you're not. 
This isn't. No, this, I mean, the, 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 I mean, the conference. The conferences have to prove their worth. I'm talking about the secondary conferences to, to have their spot in the for their champion in the playoffs well, the following year. Yeah, they're all um, secondary conferences right now behind the Big Ten and last, SEC. Yeah. Last, last thing I should have. Uh, I've been remiss. I should have uh, you know, said this. Said this before when somebody goes out on a limb and makes it. You know, controversial statement is proven right. You know, they they deserve credit. Yeah, you know, Tennessee Mike, he was right. There was there were those stands were all empty in Omaha. There was just no one there. You know, I'll give him I'll give him credit. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really. I didn't see them having trouble filling those seats, but I hear they did run out of toothpaste because they were expecting Tennessee to be there. So anyway, everyone be safe. Go Gators. Yeah, look, the bottom line was that was a silly comment that he made. We all knew that that was they were gonna. I mean, people go to that event. No matter who's in it, I when I went in '96, and it's back when it was in Rosenblatt, Rosenblatt, I guess I guess I should say. I I, I found a bunch of Gator fans because I want to do stories, and they all said, "Oh, we were coming no matter what. We we didn't. We're not here because of the Gators being here. We're here because we come to this every year. There were and there were tons of them like that who went every year because they just loved being there. They had gone once and then loved it." Uh, let me wrap up a couple of quick things in the next 40 seconds. Uh, Rob Glass. Remember Rob Glass, who was a strength coach here at Florida, um, is now the highest paid strength coach in college football. He's making a million dollars at Oklahoma State. So uh, Rob and his wife is tremendous. Uh, appreciate them. Uh, want to say Hank Goldberg. Hank Goldberg and I didn't always see eye to eye. Passed away today. Sorry to see that. Um, he was good at what he did. He and I were not in the same ballpark. We And a lot of times he was right and I was wrong, and I'm willing to admit it as a man. Uh, SEC takeover still going on on the SEC network, and this is where this is the kind of exhaustive year Florida fans have had. They aren't showing any football or basketball games. <laughs> that kind of tells you the kind of year it's been. But, hey, it's all going to get better. Uh, we got to get out of here tomorrow. Jeff and I'll be back, and we will uh, have another show for you tomorrow. And we'll be back on Thursday with uh, Zach Alberti. So until then, till next, till tomorrow. I am Pat Dooley saying I'm deep. I'm way back, and I am out of here. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.